All right. Welcome to the bonus content for episode... Uh, what episode was this? I have no idea. <laughs> We're reading uh, Leviticus 16 through 18. This yeah. was episode 49. Yep. Wow. Almost to 50. Oh, That's so fun. Close. Wow. So many. Yeah. Good. So we've got a few things. We've got scapegoats slash... What was the name of Azazel. that? Azazel. Azazel. Yeah. And we've got Molech. the baby sacrificing Molech. <laughs> yep. And we've got men's lying with men's as with women's. Yep. As with yep. women's. Yeah. Well, let's start out with Azazel, shall we? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. This guy's awesome. Yeah? Let me just start out. With <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'd known, I just really wish that he was like I'd known about him growing up because he's pretty cool. Um, okay. <laughs> so first of all, Azazel he does also appear in Islam. It's not just in uh, the Judeo-Christian Bible. Um, okay. He is mostly given a backstory in the Book of Enoch, and now the Book of Enoch is not in the biblical canon. Is it in the Apocrypha? No, it's its own separate thing, I okay. believe. Oh, it really? was one of the ones that did not make the editing cut. Already? Um, not even into the Apocrypha. I just, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't see... Okay. Okay. okay, sorry. sorry. Don't press me with too many questions. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, just stop questioning me. So, Azazel was originally an angel, um, but he's a fallen angel. And so, what mm. happened is that Azazel started teaching men warfare... He started teaching okay. them how to make swords, knives, shields, and coats of mail. Huh. And huh. then he taught okay. women, I'm going to read this to you, the art of deception by ornamenting the body, dyeing the hair, oh. and painting the face and the eyebrows. Wow. Or, as Wikipedia put it, he taught he taught humans... Weapons and cosmetics okay. is how basically yeah. Weapons and cosmetics. Hurting. Yes, yeah. that was the knowledge he brought to them, and so because of that, they decided he's got to be kicked out of heaven. Wow, because he's given them too much power and, okay. and too much information. Um, so Azazel was cast out of heaven into the desert, similar to what happens with the goat. Yeah, actually, you know that the scapegoat gets sent off into oh, the I desert. Oh, I see, cast out. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, so not only is he similar to the goat, he's also very similar to um, Prometheus from Greek mythology. Right. Prometheus was the titan who brought the knowledge of fire mm. to human beings. And because he shared that divine knowledge, he was cast out um, wow. right. and he was punished. Right. Um, now, the actual tradition of like taking a goat and sending it off into the wilderness as a way to atone for the sins of a large number of people... Uh, there's also a scapegoat tradition that showed up in ancient Syria. Huh. There was like a wedding tradition, oh. apparently, where you'd send a female goat off into the wilderness. And it was same thing, just kind of supposed like to cover you. We're married. And you were married and our sins are gone. Interesting. Um, yeah. The ancient Greeks took it to a whole new level because they started doing this with humans, actually. <gasps> what? Yeah. What? It started to become not about a goat and more about a a person who was where it's like the city labeled the scapegoat. Yes. Where it's like the city's racked with a plague or Whoa. with an assault or something. And there was kind of this belief that like we could put all of the guilt and all the blame on one person. And if we sacrifice one or two people that can help get rid of whatever's afflicting the wow. city, which is basically exactly what we mean by scapegoat today. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like oh, you've right. done nothing wrong, but you're going to carry all of the guilt and all the blame. Wow. And so what they would, they pick that guy. Well, okay. So the funny thing is that the way it would go down in Greek dramas 
is that it was like someone really important, like a king or the king's children. Oh, you know, so yes, so the stakes were very high. Um, How they actually tended to do it was someone who was low class, um, of course. But what they would do to imbue that person with value is they would usually kind of like treat that person nice for a while, (laughs) where it's like they'd pick the person and then. Anywhere from one night to a year, that person would be treated like a king. Like they would get to feast and they would be dressed nicely and taken care of. And then they'd be killed. (laughs) Wait, killed or or sent off into the wilderness? Um, The examples that I read all involved killing. Cool. Um, Cool, cool. Yeah, they talk about... um, in Abdera, for example, a poor man was feasted and led around the walls of the city once before being chased out with stones. Um, so right. it seems like could could have been killed, yeah. could have just been chased. Um, right. It seems like there was either either straight up sacrifice or yes, being exiled, which okay. would mean your death most likely. Right. Um, so yeah, that's what I got about Azazel. Wow, weapons wow. and Goodness. cosmetics and scapegoats. <laughs> yeah, Azazel also is a character on Supernatural, the show. Well, he's also a Marvel character as well, oh. which is weird. I saw that. Wait, yeah. How, yeah, who is he in a Marvel universe? He's a, he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oops! Sorry, that's from Supernatural. Where's the one from from Marvel? Azazel. Uh, he's not. Yeah, I found it. Okay, yeah. there's a Wikipedia page. Um, he's a supervillain appearing in. Whoa! He's in. Looks like he's in the X Men universe. Okay. Yeah, he he's first appeared father, in the Uncanny X Men in 2003. He's the father of the X Men's Kiwi Black and Nightcrawler. Really? The father oh. of Nightcrawler. Wow. Who knew? Wow. Yeah, huh? I guess I see a little resemblance now that I've looked up. Yeah, a yeah, picture yeah, here. totally. Huh? That's interesting. Fun. Wow. Uh, so the character Azazel on Supernatural is like the main bad guy. Kind oh, is of. He? Really? I mean, Satan's also in the show, so he's also a bad guy. But Azazel's kind of like, kind of like the big bad, really. Huh. More than more than Satan is even. Wow. Um, and he has these yellow eyes with the slits in them kind of like i guess supposed to be like a goat's eyes i think they were kind of going for that i see imagery right that makes sense um but anyway he's he's real creepy well that's what i got on his hazel all right i guess i'll talk about molek who is not nearly as cool because it involves (laughs) i mean only in the in the sense that it involves child sacrifice so So, molek wow okay yeah sorry go on yeah well he's a canaanite god and he's mm. associated with child sacrifice. And he kind of, from these pictures, looks like some sort of boar? No, like bull, uh, I guess? Bull, maybe, He looks yeah. like a bull, okay, yeah. he's got horns. For okay, sure. yeah. yeah, he's a bull, a bull god. Yeah, exactly. So, rabbinical tradition depicted Mo- Molech as a bronze statue heated with fire into which the victims were thrown. Yikes. But basically, oh. like... He shows up a ton in Leviticus, and then later on in Kings and Jeremiah, apparently. Okay. And they talk about like these things passing through fire, which I guess are babies. But it also like talks about it in other things, like Plato's Republic. So I just want to read this to you because it's really intense. Um, there stands in their midst a bronze statue of Kronos, which is also known as Molech, I guess. Its hands extended over a bronze brazier, the flames of which engulf the child. When the flames fall upon the body, the limbs 
contract and o- and the open mouth seems almost to be laughing until the contracted body slips quietly into the brazier. Thus, it is that grin known as sardonic laughter since they die laughing. Huh? Yeah. What? I don't Wait, know. What? And I'm what? assuming it's a baby, I guess. Also, there's like a picture on this Wik- Wikipedia article of Saturn, Jupiter's father, devouring one of his sons. Oh, yeah. That's that was the, a thing he that's did. That's a yeah. thing he did. Yeah. This yeah. horrifying like picture of Saturn, which I guess also they're referring to as Molech devouring the sun. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's unclear. Yeah, because they they have like Molech, like all of these other things in there is, I guess, alluding to that as well. So, yikes. I mean, it's it's some crazy, scary stuff for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's very spooky. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I get why God is like, yeah, don't get in with this guy because mm. they want to like eat your children and like, you know, they want you to sacrifice your kids and... We don't do that here. We don't, we're not all about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by offering to Molech, illustration from the 1980, or sorry, 1897 Bible pictures and what they teach us by Charles Foster. And it's this like giant statue of Molech and this guy like offering a baby to the statue that's on fire. Yikes. Right. Yeah. Throwing babies into this fire statue. Yeah, exactly. So apparently, I mean, we were in what, chapter 18 when we heard about Molech? Yeah. So we're going to hear about him more in chapter 20. He's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue because chapter 20 is also the next time we're going to talk about. the, the verses that are used to talk about homosexuality. Oh, all righty. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Leviticus 18 and 20 are yeah. the ones. So this current episode and then the next episode will be the ones where those come up. Okay. Um, okay, so, boy, all right, a number of things here. Um, first of all, what's kind of interesting and something that I do remember being pointed out to me before is yeah. that people talk about homosexuality in and as it relates to the Bible quite a bit. And what's interesting is that there are only six verses wow. out of the entire Bible that and this talk about it long. at all. Let's right? be honest. This is a long book. For comparison, for funsies, there are more than 2,000 verses uh, that talk about money. Wow. Huh. Um, interesting. Yeah. Really? There's only six that are used um, kind of for this more anti-homosexuality viewpoint. Wow. These are sometimes referred to as the trouble verses, or I've heard them more often referred to as the clobber verses. Clobber? clobber? Why? Because they're used to clobber people yeah. with huh. an anti-homosexual rhetoric? Yeah, okay. basically. Yeah, the clobber verses. I've Is heard it, that used before. I'm sorry to jump in here. Yeah. I don't know if you found it in your research. My impression has always been that the Bible only ever addresses male-male homosexuality and never addresses lesbianism. Uh, yes, that is also Which is correct. a common theme among many very conservative or anti-gay cultures, is right. that it's like, we're really only concerned about men. Right. Because well, women, mean, re- relationships women, between women, women are not really real matter. or threatening. Yeah, exactly. Um, and maybe right. even hot, you know? So. Yeah, there's a whole lot of, yeah, exactly. There's a whole yeah, lot of go, go to town, honestly. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, first of all, it is... Um, yeah. Specifically about men, yes. There's only six verses. And we've now read two of the 
of the six. Wow. Jeez, so we're a third of the way through those yeah, verses. Exactly. And, and next episode, we're going to get the third one. Wow. So, Gosh. Okay, so, so halfway. We'll already be halfway through it. So wow. the first one is uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was Genesis oh. nineteen five. Oh yeah. Um, what did they sense. say? But but they they were they were thinking that those angels were were real sexy. <laughs> you know? They were sexy dudes yeah. in yeah. So what's interesting about this is that Sodom and Gomorrah, um, you know, and we even talked about this when we read it, yeah. where we're like, what really was the thing that they're being that destroyed oh, yeah, for? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were only ever told they were wicked. Yeah, and then we get why? this story of them banging down the doors and whatever. What's interesting I learned is that at I think around fifty A.D. Uh-huh. or C.E. however you want to call it, uh, was the first time that a scholar ever associated homosexuality, or not even that word didn't exist back then, but yeah. like that having same sex sex was involved in that. In sodomy, in sodomy, right? I see. So now to put that in perspective, the, the we're talking. We come up with the idea of sodomy. We're yeah. talking over two thousand years later after this was written. Wow, interesting. Good point, right? Or at least over a thousand years. I forget yeah. exactly when this is supposed to be written. So, like, the fact that that wasn't even like written down as an yeah. explanation for this is telling that that's probably not what they were going for at the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, just just that. That one's that one's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um like yes, they talk about the Sodomites wanting to like well, this this article here also points out what we did about Lot offering up his daughters for gang rape instead of these angels and it's like, well, that's apparently that, Okay, that's awful. Yeah. But why do we think this has anything to do with homosexuality? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so then Leviticus, the one we just read, um, and we're going to get one In very 20. similar to it, um, but maybe even worse next mm-hmm. uh, next time. Um, <clears throat> so basically, this one this one's a harder one because there's a few different ways you can go about it. There's either saying like, "Well, this is just a thing that that the Jewish people were going to do differently." Right, like like we were mentioning, this uh-huh. is okay. one of the ways that'll just make them different from other people. Yeah, and it's like, well, if you're gonna go with that, uh, you know, well, sure, it's nothing you you can't argue with that. That's yeah. just that's just what it is. Um, other people have made the argument that the stuff surrounding this is more about. Um, like adultery, promiscuity, and idol worship, and kind of saying like, well, it's like within that context is that it's forbidden. Right, I think okay. I have heard that. It's like, like yeah, because they really condemned like temple prostitutes or like right. sexual intercourse that was done in the service of another god. Interesting. And so it was right. kind of this okay. idea of like having homosexual sex in the yeah. service of another god. Okay. I have, I, did, heard, I have heard yeah. that interpretation. I did find some people's arguments against that, just being like, sure, but like this is spelled out pretty clearly. Yeah. And like the other things right after this in the list is having sex with animals. So like we're going to say somehow this one's the exception. Yeah. So like there is some debate about that one. Um, and I've heard people debate, and I, I unfortunately don't have the knowledge to go into this further, but about like the word that we translate as abomination Mm, for it and kind of specifically what that means. Uh, And then there's the thing that I don't want to get into 
spoilers, but like over the next few chapters, we're going to get to other prohibitions that pretty much any modern Christian, at least, um, more more uh, like traditional Jews might still follow these things, mm-hmm. but I would say most modern people don't. That has to do with like your fabrics and the way right, you can wear your beard. And, and well, I don't, yeah. 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 And we'll get to that sort of stuff later, but kind of saying like, this is in that same list as all of those. Yeah. And we say like, well, who cares about the fabrics? It's like, well, why do we care about this other one? Yeah. Well, so, you know, can I play devil's yeah. advocate sure. just based on what I'm reading online? Because as I was also kind of scrubbing through and researching, I came to this site yeah. where it linked me to, like they, they kind of had some FAQs and one of them was, uh-huh. aren't we just picking which bits of the Old Testament law apply today? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, that seems like a good argument. And basically they're like, nah. Um, their argument is that, and this is getting into some spoilers with the New Testament. I won't go into too much detail, but... It's going to be a few years. We'll it's forget It's going to be a few all. years. Um, so they kind of like, yeah, Levitical law covers a lot of bases, a lot of very specific things. And they make this argument that when Jesus shows up, Jesus comes along and kind of cancels out certain Old Testament biblical laws. So the idea of Jesus is very specific, actually, much later in the New Testament, being like, hey, you don't got to worry about any of the food stuff. Mm. Everything's for you to eat if you really? want. Yes. Huh. So Jesus is kind of like, like Jesus is kind of coming along being like, here's an update to all the laws. Right. You know? Jesus um, got an addendum here. Here's the addendum. Jesus is also, you know, there's kind of this the narrative that it's like, well, when Jesus died on the cross, that was the ultimate sacrifice. That's yeah. why we don't have to do these like pigeon and lamb sacrifices anymore yeah. is that Jesus's blood covers everything. Yeah. But then they kind of make the argument that it's like, well, Jesus kind of canceled out some parts of the old Testament laws, but not all of them. So like it changed the way that we worship, but the sexual ethics still applies. That's, that's what this argument is that they have is like, mm. okay. conveniently, Jesus came along and got rid of the stuff that is not practical for us to follow <laughs> and doesn't follow along <laughs> yeah. the lines of what we're right. uncomfortable with or comfortable with and left the other ones clear. And just so you know, Emily, I don't know if you've heard this, but Jesus didn't say anything about homosexuality yeah. whatsoever. Right. No, literally I, nothing I've, ever. I've, yeah. Literally nothing. Uh, I so. can imagine he didn't. Yeah. But I mean, that's significant because he he's also another good example of like verses where Jesus talks about money yeah. money and charity specifically and poverty yeah. are hundreds and hundreds of verses yeah and homosexuality zero yeah. yeah again sort of that like well but he never said not to so yeah. so it is yes. this kind of yeah. it, it is a very interesting thing and there's definitely a lot of debate yeah but Christ on, also said to get rid of all your possessions and give everything to the poor Definitely live, people are you doing know, that. And, <laughs> right. and live a life Donald of poverty Trump, following the good, me. The good Christian. You know, so yeah. it, it still falls into the same thing of like, you're still picking and choosing, even right. if you're choosing oh, yeah. to think like, well, Jesus cancels out some of these things. Yeah. Like, No, for right. sure. That is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it is interesting. And it's, and it's, I think, you know, it's very personal, obviously yeah. for mm. a lot of people for whom it's like, Hey, I've been told something's wrong with me. Uh, you know, so that's obviously right. a pretty serious thing that's very important to yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. I never thought I would say this, but I'm excited for Jesus. <laughs> I'm excited to get to Jesus because honestly, I think reading through all of the Torah and these old books and reading through Levitical law and kind of knowing a little bit of what's coming with the New Testament is it's really highlighting for me how revolutionary 
and was. disruptive yeah. Jesus was when he's like, hey, throw out these laws. Hey, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't need to make these sacrifices. Hey, do this. It's like, it's really putting in perspective for me, like, oh, wow, like, yeah, he was very radical, super radical, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a radical dude, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, cool. so anyway, of those six clobber verses, we've we're gonna get to the third one mm. next week, mm-hmm. and then we won't get to another one until the New Testament. Wow. So All right. this is it. There's three in the New Testament, none of which are Jesus. Three in the New Testament, three in the Paul. Old Testament. Uh, no. No, not Paul? It's not any of the Gospels at all. No, Paul's not in the Gospel. He's, he's the last Oh, you're right. Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of yeah, one no, of the other ones. Yeah, not the Gospels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no. Uh, yes, it is. It's going to be... Huh? Wait. Where is it? Timothy? Mm-hmm. Corinthians, which is Romans Paul. Romans as well. And Romans. Yeah. So Romans and Corinthians are both Paul. And then Timothy is Timothy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I assume Timothy wrote that yeah. one. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. All right, everybody. Wow. Thank you for joining us for this uh, road down a bunch of roads. I thought the New <laughs> Testament was all Jesus, but I guess it's not. It's actually, he's actually a relatively short percentage of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that's all the people talk about. Jesus. Well, Jesus. He's, Jesus. He's a big deal. He is a big deal. Like we said, he was a revolutionary. Okay. He was the... uh, Ooh, I'm excited for revelations. Yeah, you got a long way to wait, but yeah. Like, yeah, we'll stay excited for It does get pretty conceptual at the end there, I will tell you. It does get very abstract and just... Wacky? Bonkers. Just bonkers at the end. Cool. All right. We will see you all, yeah, next week. Yeah.